Welcome to this week on the SPFL podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Cole, and uh, I'm joined by a very special guest and Dundee United legend, Sean Dillon. How are you doing? How are you doing, pal? I'm good. I'm very well. Thanks, pal. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm good as well. Uh, no, like I said, thanks for having us, pal. Um, always up for an early app. Yeah, uh, definitely the same. I think uh, today we're going to go through uh, your career, share, share some of your um, stories. I'm sure you have lots. Um, <laughs> And uh, some questions as well. Yep, for it on, pal. All right, I think we'll uh, just get started with your career. Obviously, you came through, I believe, the Youth Academy of um, before Basneville, uh, Cherry Orchard in, in Ireland. If that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually, I was there for one year. Um, I was only at yeah, Cherry Orchard for one season. Um, before that, I played with, I basically played in just a local team, uh, which was within walking distance of the house. Uh, went down there when I was about nine, um, and yeah, just got involved. Me man, dad got involved eventually, probably within a year of me of me being there and helping out with coaching and washing the gear and all that type of crack. So, um, and I just kind of said local uh, up until uh, my final year in Ireland, which was under 15s. I moved to Cherry Orchard. They were in the top league, and um, real eye opener for me. Uh, because probably up until moving there, I I didn't have any. Wouldn't say I didn't have any aspiration of playing professionally, but I didn't really know how it worked. Or you know, it wasn't like we were in an academy system and there was a, a pathway. It wasn't like that at all. Um, it was just uh, you were just kind of getting on with things and playing football because it was it was fun, you know. Um, but like I said, then I was wouldn't say under pressure by a couple of people couple of the teachers and, you know, local coaches kind of said to me, look, you need to move on and, and go and test yourself with, with Cherry Orchard. And it was the right thing to do. I went and uh, I was only there for one season and then I, I moved to England. So um, it was a brilliant year for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, I was glad in the end that I moved. Obviously, uh, after that, you moved to, to Aston Villa, one of, I say right now, very, very big club in, in England. Um, how was that for you? Obviously, moving from that different country, different different weeks, all that. How was how I was loved that? It. I loved it, pal. Absolutely. Um, again, it, it came around quite. I say quickly. Like I said, I had a full season at Aston Villa where things were were going well, pretty much from the off. The, I mean, the first game I played for Cherry Orchard, I spoke to a couple of the local scouts, and again, it was just new to me. I I didn't know any. I didn't know how it worked. Um, and as the season went on, I ended up going on trial and had a couple of weeks in uh, in Birmingham, and then that was that was it. Kind of just like, do you want to sign? Yeah, I think it was a few days. I was I'd moved over, and um, but no, I loved it. Like just 
tough leaving home. Obviously, I got on very well with my man Dan, my sister. Um, you know, miss me mates, miss me family, all that type of stuff. But I was brilliant. Like you know, huge, huge club. Um, great to see them. Obviously, back in the Premier League at the time, though. You know, they would have been. You know, def- they would have been in Europe at the time. You know, fighting uh, at the top end of the table, and um, you know, some of the players that were there were. Yeah, it was just magic, just, you know, to be going over as a kid and, and being involved. And, you know, I never played in the first team, but, you know, we trained in the same venue and, you know, you got to train with the first team or play against them. Um, you know, you're around them all the time. Um, and it was brilliant for me. I loved it. You know, I, uh, you know, I think I, enjoy, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the buzz of, of having kind of, you know, that bit of responsibility and, being away from home and looking out, I wouldn't say looking after yourself, but obviously I lived in digs, but you know, you had to look after yourself to a certain extent. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I loved it, mate. I have to say, I really had a great time. Really had a great time there. Yeah, it really, really must have been a, a, big, a big thing for obviously how old were you at the time? I, well, I just turned 16. It was about a month yeah, and a so half it after my 16th birthday. Early big. Yeah, well, at, at the time it was. That's just the way it was. I like, we kind of have a laugh now about, you know, would you let your kid go down or what would you? Do? Couldn't imagine like my two boys are nine and five at the moment, and I again that probably ten years or so before he's before he gets to that age. But you know, I look back now and I, I kind of laugh about it. Like we had no mobile phones at the time, so it wasn't like you could get off the flight and send a message straight away. Oh, that's me, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Giving a one ringer when you got into the into digs and getting a call back then from your man and dad to let them know that you, you know, you eventually got home all right after getting your flight on your own and you know, a couple of buses <laughs> into town and then back out again to to your digs and just a different way of a different way of living. Like you know, um, you know, even writing home. I mean, the first probably year and a half to two years, I wrote home to me mates and. You know, just the cost of phone bills and stuff just wasn't, you know, it wasn't there. Uh, it wasn't realistic. So yeah, it was. It was a strange time. But um, looking back, yeah, I suppose it's. It doesn't feel like that long ago, but it's, you know, things have obviously changed a lot since then. So, but uh, a great, like I said, a great time. You know, I really, really loved living away, and you know, probably, probably a great time to be away. Actually, like you know, you think about, you know, fifth, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Tough time can be a tough time, you know. Just probably starting to wanting to go out a bit more and do certain things, and so it kind of uh, gave me a little bit of focus, and you know, um, had a bit of freedom as well. You know, not being uh, not exactly living at home. So, um, but yeah, like I said, fun, very very fond memories of of me time there. Loved it. Then uh, you you moved back to Ireland for uh, Longford time. Like, yeah, so uh, Longford, I had. I had four seasons at Longford. Uh, the thirty-four season was a transitional season, so I'm not sure. I can't. Do, I can't remember how many games it was, but I mean, it was. I think the season started in July, and it finished in December, maybe something like that. It was really, really short. So uh, the Irish League was transitioning into a summer summer league. Uh, so yeah, I came home. I was very lucky. Uh, I came home. I trained with Shelbourne briefly. So I had a training session with Shamrock Rovers. 
spoke to a couple of clubs and I actually thought the Longford Town move had fallen through. I wasn't keen on going full time with Shelbourne. Uh, I'd kind of looked at, I was looking at college or possibly work. Uh, and Longford came back in and thankfully, um, yeah, I, I signed, I actually signed on the Monday. I'd been training with them for a few weeks. I signed on the Monday. The manager, Martin Lawler, got the sack on the Wednesday at training. And then on the Friday, the season started. Um, and I made my debut. And I played pretty much all the time. Um, played left-back for a couple of seasons there. I was there for four seasons altogether. Um, again, great memories. Um, Four-season transitional period. Um, again, just a great buzz to be playing senior football. Second season, uh, we got to the League Cup final, got beat, uh, St. Pat's beat us. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks later, we, we beat St. Pat's then in the FAI Cup final. It was the first trophy the club had ever won. Uh, good season. Following season, we won the League Cup and the Cup. Uh, retained the Cup again. So, yeah, four, four, four finals in two years and we won three of them. Um, and the club had never won at it before then. So, uh, and then the fourth season was okay. But I mean, again, look, fond memories. I was I was there at a brilliant time. Manager Alan Matthews was there. The club, the chairman, the fans, everything about it was was just brilliant. It was just what I needed. The players that were there, you know, I, I don't I don't think I needed to be grounded um, after being away. But um, they were just. It was just really everything about it, the football, life experience, um, how they treated you, how they looked after you, how they helped you. Um, and, yeah, and I went back to college, so I, I was back studying. I never finished school. Uh, when I left for Aston Villa, Not uh, I, I, still had, um, I still had two years left in school at that time, so I never got to finish. Um, and... I went back. I, I went back as uh, I wasn't a mature student by any means, but uh, but obviously I was. I had to go through a, a couple of different things to get in, um, and I studied uh, architectural technology for a couple of years. Um, I kind of HMVQ kind of. I'm not really sure exactly. City and Guilds. I'm not 100 percent what the what the qualification was, but the gist of it was to do it. Um, and to be accepted then onto a degree, which I actually got accepted onto. Um, and I loved what I was doing like, until I got accepted onto the degree. Um, I hated it. I lasted about three months. Um, and uh, yeah, I was a bit gutted now uh, that I, I didn't get to finish. Well, I hardly even got started, to be honest. Um, I just, I really, really didn't like what I was doing uh, after moving from from the first college into the, into, uh, into the degree. So... Uh, so that yeah, I I got rid of that, been that, and I got a job. I got a job working in an office for Excel and um, Accenture, just an office gig, and again loved it, loved it. I was there for a while uh, during my last season at Longford, um, and uh, yeah, that was it really. That was me Longford time. All right, well, um, I think it must have been quite good to to write yourself in a bit of a Longford uh, folklore. With the uh, three trophies there, yeah. I mean, I look. I I I appreciate you even the saying, you know, using the word legend. I don't. I don't see it like that, um, at all. At any of the clubs I've ever been at, no matter how many times somebody says, "Oh, but that," you know, such and such. Um, the one thing I will say is that, of course, 
when when you win a trophy at a club, um, it's remembered, you know. And um, I've learned that as I've got a bit older, you probably don't appreciate at the time. You know, I was, I think I was 20, 20 and 21, 2021 when we won the two cups and the league cup. And you think, you kind of think, oh, this is great. Like this, this is what it's about. Like, um, but then, you, you know, you're, you're playing with fellas that maybe haven't won anything. That was their first trophy and they were in their 30s. And so, um, yeah, I, like I said, fond memories. I've been very lucky, mate. I fond memories of every club I've been at for different reasons. Um, you know, I've been quite lucky that in my senior career, I've been part of, I've, you know, I've, I've won at least one trophy um, uh, with every no, senior I've club I've club, played yeah. with. Yeah, I've been quite lucky. I don't, yeah, I know, Jason, yeah, know that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like the Longford thing was amazing. Um, I mean, just, to be involved in the four finals. Obviously, the fact that we lost the fourth one was probably a good thing that we won the three after that. Um, and uh, and yeah, I you know I, I was I, I played in the majority of the games. I, pl- I played in all the finals. I played in I think I played in all the semi-finals. Um, got the winner in the second semi the semi-final for this in when we won the cup the second year. I scored I don't know 116 minutes or something. Uh, got the winner. Um, which was brilliant and I scored in the league cup final that we beat Bowes in and so yeah I just look back at my time like really really fondly and um, I've only been back once well after I left I played I signed for Shells but after I moved to Scotland I've only been back in Longford once and that was probably a year or two after I moved and I keep saying I'll get down um, because again just the people that were involved and, and I still are involved are just amazing amazing people so yeah huge uh, Hugely fond memories of um, of my time there, yeah. Yeah, right. I think uh, obviously uh, speaking about Shelburne, I think that's um, obviously your next club uh, uh, from which uh, you moved to. Yeah, so I moved. I again, I I, I had my job. Um, I was in between what I was actually wanting to do and what I wasn't wanting to do. Um, but yeah, I I got me. Uh, I, I actually I got a, I always I say lucky all the time, and I always can consider myself very lucky um, but I had uh, I tell you I had my job basically uh, I, I, decide, I decided that I wanted to go full time and I spoke to uh, the Shells I spoke to Pat Fenlon who was the manager of Shelburne at the time and I said look you know I'd, I'd like to sign can we make it happen yeah super um, and I'm sure it was like two days later uh, we got pulled into a meeting in the job that I'd, I was working in to be basically told that the, the the job was getting sold, um, and everybody was losing their jobs, and this was like two days after I'd agreed to go to Shelbourne full time. So the timing of it couldn't have been any better um, for me. Uh, but yeah, Shelbourne, Shelbourne was nuts. Like it was, it was the best. It was the probably the most enjoyable year of my career. Uh, I was full time. I was living at home with my man, dad, my sister, um, you know, playing for the Dublin club. We were winning most weeks. We won the league. Uh, I think we beaten in the league cup final. Um, but we won the league and the this, this season was just nuts. Like we went from halfway through the season, uh, we Dublin City, where the, a team called Dublin City uh, folded. 
Um, so and every every point that w- that was accumulated against those against Dublin City for all the teams were wiped. Now we we had nine we had nine points. I think we had nine points against Dublin City. The team in second and toward Cork and draw there are dirty, dirty and draw. I'm not hundred percent. I think it was dirty and dirty and Cork or dirty and draw They had only beaten Dublin City once. I think they'd only got four points and three points. So we effectively overnight went to third place from winning the league. Like it was ridiculous. It was yeah, crazy. Um Sorry. Completely unfair, I think. It was nuts. Like yeah, well, whether whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing is now it's irrelevant. Thankfully, we won the league. Um, but I mean, at the time, it was it was crazy. Like for that to happen, um, you know, like I said, we were winning the league, top of the league, and then you know, right now he's our third place. Like, uh, get on with it. Like, um, so, but yeah, the whole place. I mean, unbelievable uh, club. You know, big big. Club in Ireland. Uh, Pat Fennell was the manager. Brilliant. He was absolutely, you know, so good with me. Um, and I was I was 23 at the time, and I was I was the youngest actually playing. There was a couple of lads younger than me, but they they were the bench in our time. Really, really older team that we played in. Um, some unbelievable players uh, uh, that I had the the pleasure of of being around, and um, and I played. Pretty much, I think I missed two games that year. Um, one one suspended and one that I was left out of. And again, just living at home, playing on a Friday night, you know, enjoying your weekend, back in for training. It was just, it was amazing. Like it was just unbelievably good. Uh, despite all the stuff that was going on, I mean, we weren't getting paid on time on a regular basis. You know, you have half your money, you'd be. On a Friday, you might get the rest on a Monday. You might have to wait till the Tuesday or the Wednesday. And in the end, we won the league and, and we stopped getting paid. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, really, really nuts. Like so, um, yeah, hard to get your head around. But uh, it, it was just brilliant. Um, a sad way to finish, obviously. Uh, you know, like I said, we won the league. We had a, had a, had a good week of of celebrating. Uh, I don't drink. <laughs> Or um, I was out pretty much. Uh, I was out pretty much. Yeah, any, any, and every day or night for the next week, um, and uh, it was it was brilliant. Really, 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 really brilliant. So must have uh, really uh, must have uh, given you some really valuable um, ex- um, uh, experience by playing with uh, some uh, players of. Uh, of age, yeah, definitely. Like I, you know, again, I rattle names off here. Most people, you know, I appreciate probably won't won't have any idea who I'm talking about. Like, um, but yeah, I was very lucky. Like, I mean, we had the two best strikers in the country, Joe, uh, Jason Bourne and Glenn Crow were playing in front. It was both full internationals with Ireland, um, you know, and international caps for for League of Ireland players. Wasn't something you know you've seen a lot. Alan Moore was also senior international, played midfield. A guy called Joseph Endo, a Cameroon international, played in a couple of World Cups. Joe Joseph's probably, possibly one of the best players I've ever played with. Like, 
an un- unbelievably good player. Like, just incredible how good he was. Um, I mean, I could, there's a lot, again, there's tons of boys I could, I could list off. Um, but it was just an amazing squad, like, brilliant. So good to me. Again, I was very lucky because I'd had s- some brilliant senior players at Longford. Um, and, uh, you know, not only senior players, there was a few young lads that had been brought in at Longford at the time, like, um, that had joined in with us. And, like, my best friend, Graeme Gartland, had signed, he signed midway through the second season at Longford. Um, you know, we had a couple of other lads as well there, but just feel like I've always been lucky with the teammates I've had and young or old. Um, you know, I've always felt like I've been been really looked after and treated well and and uh, and taught in the right way. And you know, um, so yeah, it's it was like I said, it was a great time um, just to be to be training full time, living in Dublin, living at home. Uh, and just loving life, really. It was, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. So, um, obviously, after your uh, your big win with uh, Shelburne, you you finally came over to to, Sco- uh, to Scotland to sign for uh, Dundee United. Well, uh, first thing I want to get into is uh, why 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 Scotland, and uh, was there any other uh, like um, offers for you? Yeah. So, well. The issue with Shelbourne, they, I, just, I signed a three-year contract with Shelbourne, so I'd, I'd had, I mean, officially I was, I still hadn't even finished my first year um, when I signed for Dundee United, but um, yeah, like we weren't getting paid on time, you know, it was a week, it was a couple of days late, then it was a week late, and you know, it just kind of dragged on, and it got to a stage, like I said, when we won the league, the money stopped coming in then, we stopped getting paid, and uh, look, I, without getting too into it um, I wasn't happy obviously about it but I you know the lads had been all very good stuck together lads that were getting paid you know were, were obviously you know helping out the other lads and kind of explaining the situation and so that's how the chance for me to to leave came about I wasn't keen on leaving um, like I said it was. I still say to this day it was the most enjoyable year of my career on and off the pitch Um I didn't want to go anywhere, um, but when everything had, you know, everything that happened, and I just had to kind of, I had to go and, and do what was right for me. Uh, so basically, I found out then it was actually I, the story of me finding out about uh, Dundee or Dundee United was basically I was in the gym a few weeks after we won the league. I can't remember exactly the date, but it would have been a good few weeks after we'd won the league. Um, and me and the captain, Owen Heardy, uh, were in the gym doing a bit of training. Again, I hadn't been paid, didn't know what was going on, didn't know whether I'd be staying or going. In my head, I was staying. But I came out and I had the old Nokia phone. This obviously going back to 2000 and it would have been the end of 06 going into 07. Me Nokia phone and I came out with loads of missed calls. And I got a, a phone call came through from a fella called Owen Kowser, a reporter. And I took the call um, in the changing room and Owen says listen congratulations on your move to Dundee um, have you got a few minutes to have a chat and I said Owen I said I don't know what you're talking about and of course as a reporter Owen's like look you don't have to you know it can be off the record or like I don't have to say anything or whatever I said Owen I don't know what you're talking about I said um, I promise you I'll ring you back like give me half an hour an hour or whatever so Next phone call came through. Uh, basically, 
listen, Sean, um, the club have agreed uh, a fee for, Dun- for with Dundee United. And I said, I'm only been told it's Dundee. Like, what's going on? Uh, so he said, look, the club have announced it's Dundee United. Craig Levine was over watching the game, our last game of the season. We beat Bowles on the last day of the season um, to win the league. We needed to win. Uh, and I had a, I think I had a decent game that night. I enjoyed it. Certainly enjoyed me night. But uh, so, you know, Dundee United have, have have made an offer. The club have accepted it. They've jumped the gun, and and announced on the website that they've sold you to Dundee. <laughs> Not Dundee. It's Dundee United. And I said, okay. So, basically, <clears throat> the next day, I me and my dad flew over to to Scotland, and met up with Peter Houston and Craig Levine. Uh, came up to the stadium. Had a look around, met with the chairman at the time, Eddie Thompson, a uh, legend of a man. Um, and yeah, just had a yap around the table with, with the chairman, the manager, uh, Houston, me da. Um, and uh, and that, was, that, was, that was pretty much it, really. Like, you know, um, the other options, the other option at the time would have been Dunfermline. Uh, Stephen Kenny was the manager at Dunfermline at the time. And uh, I knew Stephen. Stephen was the manager of Longford Town just before I had signed. So he had left for Bowes just before I had signed. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, he would have been, I think he was the dirty, he was the dirty manager when we won the league. Um, I think if me, I think if me memory serves me right, but, uh, but it never really came to anything. You know, the PFA were in Ireland were helping me out a little bit um, and they were brilliant with me. Um, I say a little bit. You're helping me out in regard to finding a new club, uh, but you were a massive help in in uh, in the situation. Obviously, with the regarding the money, Stephen McGuinness, uh, Frank Gavin at the time, um, Stuart Gilhooley, um, and they were yeah, just massive, massive help for me. But the the Dunfermline thing never really came to an actual offer, or you know, it was just a case of you know, once I met Craig and 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 Husty and. Uh, um, and the chairman, that was it. Like I knew, I knew what where I wanted to come, and um, and that was it. My mind was made up, so uh, it was it was a much easier decision. And I think not maybe not having loads of options, maybe maybe helped, but you know it would have taken something something really good for me to not to go, not to sign for United at the time. No, interesting. Yeah, um, no, I think I've. Another question, which is um, how, yeah, how was it moving to to Scotland from uh, from Ireland? Was it uh, the difference in the weeks? Was it was that uh, a big difference, or uh, was it fairism or? Um, no, it was no. There was a de- definitely a step up. There's no doubt about that. It's very difficult. I get this question all the time. Like, what's the difference? Even now, like, what's the difference? And you know, at Montrose, like, what you know, where would you go? How would you fit in with the League of Ireland? And they're, they're, every league is unique, you know. It's impossible to say, oh, that team and this team, and um, so. But for me, it was definitely a step up, like in everything. Um, you know, on the pitch, it was a step up. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, I was playing again. I was lucky to play, be playing with some fantastic players at United. Uh, but again, playing against some top, some top top players in in the league. Um, so yeah, there's no doubt that it was definitely a step up. Uh, football wise, physically, mentally, everything about it was was bigger. The stadiums are bigger, the crowds are bigger, um, everything. Um, but I loved it. 
it was it was a great time, um, and uh, yeah, it was just really really great to be to be there, like you know. So yeah, uh, so I think um, I believe this is your uh, second season in now, and uh, you you make the two thousand eight Scottish League Cup final. Oh, this, um, and uh, you're beaten by uh, by Celtic in the final. How um how how was that kind of like competition for you? Uh, the league. So yeah, the league cup. Well, the league cup final. Uh, oh wait, the, sorry, the two thousand and eight league cup final was Rangers. Um, oh, Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was. Uh, uh, no problem. No problem. I'd rather you. I'd rather get a straight off for you. <laughs> uh, Cheers, man. So yeah, no, no. We so we played. Um, we played. Uh, we played Rangers. We played Celtic in the semi-final. That was the year afterwards. We played Rangers in the in the final. I didn't play that game though. I was left out. Uh, oh, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't impressed about that. But that's another story. Um, so yeah, I played. I was on the bench that day, um, and we got beat on penalties. And like I, I tell this story a lot. Like um, when you're not when you're not in the when you're not in the game and you're not playing in the eleven, it's not the same. Like you don't get the same buzz when you win. And you don't get the same feeling of disappointment when you lose. So, you know, you don't feel that like. And 2008 was, was very, very typical of, of that for me. Like, I didn't feel the disappointment for myself. I didn't feel that. Um, but the disappointment for the lads was huge. Like, um, for me, you now, I'm taught, obviously, I did, like I said, I didn't get to play, but that disappointment and even more so with the chairman, like Eddie Thompson came in after the game, went through everybody apologising, you know, like he apologised to me. You know, the, the chap was dying, like he was really struggling physically. Um, his health had deteriorated and to be going around um, and apologising to lads because, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get a game today and you weren't involved and, and stuff like that. That was, was unbelievable. Like, um, or uh, that's that's my memory of the game, you know. Like, obviously, it was a, it was a great game. It was a game we feel we should have won. Um, so yeah, but you know the penalties and everything that came with it, um, and just the disappointment of 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 losing, you know, getting to a final and seeing what it meant to to the fans and you know the the turnout that you get um, from the United fans when it comes to games like that is incredible. Like. Um, so yeah, just disappointment for everybody else. Really, that was the biggest thing. Well, um, so yeah, so uh, obviously after after that uh, cup final, I believe you, but um, um, let me just get this up here. So yeah, yeah, so you were um won the fight finally. Uh, you know, you got their Scottish Cup success and uh, and beating Ross County three 0 Uh, I believe. Just under two years um, uh, away from that. Uh, so, uh, but you were in the team then. How how was that? That was the best game, pal. Like everybody, it's a simple answer. Like, what's your best game? Cup final. Obviously, that's the most uh, memorable game, the most enjoyable game. Every game is, every game is is uh, is nerve wracking. Like even now, you know, you always have those nerves going into games whether it's a league game on a Saturday or a cup game, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, the cup final, everything about it, like the build up semi final, building up to it, the build up then going into the actual uh, the final itself, um, on the day, the game, how it panned out, you know, the celebration of that weekend afterwards, everything about it, pal. Like it was just the only thing that was the only thing I missed. Um, the only thing that I didn't like about the final was that um, none of my family got to go. That was the big, that was the biggest disappointment for me. Like me, me misses my wife now, um, who wasn't my wife at the time. Um, my oldest son Shay. Nobody knew about it. We hadn't. T- well, actually, we told Willow. Willow and his Mrs. Antoinette knew about it, um, but nobody else knew at that stage uh, that Michelle was pregnant. Uh, my dad was away on duty. My dad was a sergeant major in the army up until a year and a half, two years ago. He was away on duty um, on a trip abroad. Uh, and my ma was at home with my sister, Neve, who was giving birth. She was just about to give birth to uh, her daughter, Soiv. Um So yeah, unfortunately, my ma and dad didn't get over. My sister didn't get over. Uh, my auntie and my uncle, I've got an uncle who's uh, married to a Glaswegian uh, woman, uh, Pat and Janet. They came along um, with my cousins, Ryan and Lauren, uh, and Michelle was there. So... Um, but yeah, that was the only thing. Not having me married and my dad and my sister there was was probably the only disappointment. Um, but I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable day, week, you know, week building up to it, week after it, everything about it was just was just amazing. Obviously, uh, with winning a, a Scottish Cup, I mean, you um, you put yourself in the Europa League qualifiers, and uh, I don't think every player can say they've played in a in Europe before and you've played in quite a few ties yourself uh, how um, how's playing in Europe? Well playing in Europe is brilliant if you're winning unfortunately I didn't have that feeling a lot me um, I played in I had four 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 European games at Longford um, and we were knocked out in both ties unfortunately um, I think we'd one win one win I think we'd one win and three losses for Longford um, with Shelbourne we won one tie I, I actually scored away scored a winner we won one nil I think it might have been Latvia or Lithuania or Lichtenstein I'm not 100% um, I'm sure it was yeah, Latvia I believe it's one of them yeah uh, so I should know that that's terrible like um, but um yeah, uh, so yeah, I scored the winner away, which is amazing. Again, to score, to, to say you, you score, even if it's even if it is only a qualifier or whatever it is, um, to be part of a winning team is is uh, is brilliant. So, but then we played uh, Odense from Denmark. They beat us. We won the home game. They or we won. They won, We lost the away game, and they, uh, and then we beat them at home. But away, I think it was aggregate score. They beat us so. Um, but uh, listen again, amazing, amazing being able to play in Europe and obviously going into Dundee United. Um, again, all three toys that I was involved in, we we didn't we didn't go through. Like um, the first of which was would have been you know the closest that we were that we were to actually having an opportunity to to be in the group stages. So the game against AK Athens, which was it was nuts because the home game was. Unbelievable, you know, the first European game at United under lights, everything that came with it was amazing. Um, and then the away game, which was played in Olympiakos Stadium, 
uh, and I was all the United fans were only allowed in up the top of the stand. So I think there was maybe five hundred odd. There might have been more, a little bit more or less. Um, just playing in an empty stadium, I suppose, uh, gives a bit of practice for what we're doing these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was immense. Like just, and we were so close. Again, hard luck story, but you know, Danny Swanson almost almost scored in the last minute or so. Yeah, the trip, the, the AEK Athens trip was amazing. Um, again, the build up to playing in Europe and. Um, yeah, just it was just brilliant. Um, first night under lights at Tanadois, and you know everything that came with that, and then the away trip again. Having it was a bit odd because obviously an issue with their fans or the club meant that we had to go and play at Olympiacos Stadium, um, and all our fans were allowed in, but none of theirs were. So yeah, it was strange. Like I think there was about five hundred fans up in the top top end of the stand, and really really strange and we came so close uh, Danny Swanson almost uh, getting us a winner in the last minute or so and, uh, but yeah look again going on about European toys and that one would have brought us into the, the group stages um, but again you know not quite there so uh, so yeah great again memories good memories of Europe and, and nice to be able to say that you've played in, in a lot of the games but uh, the disappointment really is you know, not having not having won, not having won enough games, not having went through enough toys, not stayed in the competition long enough, really. So, um, you know, good memories of it, but you know, not not very successful memories. Yeah, I think uh, definitely must be quite agonising knowing uh, you were only one game away from uh, from uh, playing in the Euro- uh, European group stages. Yeah, again. <laughs> you take it for granted sometimes and I think like over the next couple of years like the next game we played uh, the following year we qualified for Europe and we needed to beat um, Rawclaw but we needed to beat them and then beat another team and then the following year I think it was uh, Dynamo Moscow and again I think we needed to beat them and at least another team if not two hundred percent could be wrong on that, but it certainly wasn't one game and into the group stages for us, you know. Um so uh it was disappointing, of course. Yeah, there was you know, the the fact that you would have been in the group stage guaranteed a certain amount of games and all that type of stuff. But look, it's it's done now, unfortunately, and like I said, I, I don't like saying regrets and that, but it's definitely something I wish we had done better in and had had more time in, you know. Yeah, um, definitely agree. Um, I think uh, next is uh, obviously we played in, the, in however many week seasons um, for United. Obviously, playing over what four hundred games, maybe maybe not 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 quite not quite four hundred. Oh. I appreciate you appreciate you saying that, me. Uh, I'm not sure what the what me feel. Uh, nearly nearly three fifty. It wasn't it wasn't quite three fifty. I don't think. Um, All right. Well, um, yeah. So I think quite a few of them were definitely highs, and uh, I think quite a few of them definitely low as well. Um, how about tell us about uh, the United were relegated? Um, I thought this was supposed to be a fun podcast, pal. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, sorry, mate. I'm just joking, mate. Don't worry. Uh, this this is part of the career, I suppose. Um, yeah, look, mate. Um, it was brutal. Like everything, you know, there was. Again, I look back at me time at United with very fond memories. Everything about it, um, even the low times, you know, were, yeah, were. Uh, I wouldn't say they were good, but you know, it was just that's part of it. Like it's you're never going to be up all the time. Uh, but yeah, the 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 year we got relegated was just it was just bad season. Um, a combination of a number of different things and. Um, frustration and anger, annoyance, everything, anything and everything that, and it just felt like no matter, no matter what, there was always something. Um, and uh, you know, you you feel like that your look is going to change, and then it's like, well, you know, you can't really put it down to look like we just we we didn't perform well enough. Um, all over, you know, we didn't. In a number of different things, whether it was, you know, on the pitch, individually as a team, off the pitch recruitment, getting things right, stuff like everything and anything you could put it down to. Um, but yeah, very disappointing. Um, actually, I, me, my own opinion on it is that I felt that Jackie was was let go far too early. That was my opinion. Um, me time. Walking under Mixu again, I, I feel I don't like saying that it, that I really enjoyed it because ultimately we got relegated when Mixu was the manager. But I love my time under Mixu. Like he was, I thought he was brilliant. Um, I really enjoyed going into training uh, with him being there and uh, him and Gordon. And um, yeah, it was just very just look. I was again. I talk about the disappointment for others um, when I refer to the League Cup final, the two, the oh eight one. The, league, the the relegation was just it was dev, more devastating for me, for everybody else. You know that was the feeling of letting letting people down, the feeling of disappointment, um, and seeing how much it affected uh, our fans and. Um, you know the people at the club, and you know that type of stuff. That's what really got me about about the the relegation relegation season. Um, so yeah, it was more. It was more that it was just for everybody else. Listen, don't get me wrong. I was devastated, but I think I felt I felt more devastated for everybody else, and I felt like it was you know major letdown. Um. And that was that's yeah that's what we, what I look back on it now with um, yeah frustration and anger and and everything else that comes with, that comes with you know losing games uh, regularly and, and and ultimately getting relegated so yeah it's it's not something I'm I'm fond of uh, thinking about really yeah it definitely was um, a bit of a heartbreaker when uh, you know relegated but um, although the club was relegated that. Did not stop you uh, from winning a trophy uh, where uh, you won the Iron Brew uh, Cup. Um, uh, the famous so, yeah. Iron Brew Cup. Definitely got to be your most prestigious trophy. There you, there you go, me. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll, uh, I think I've had this, and again, this is another conversation I've had with, with people about, you know, 
it's difficult because when you've when you've gone I'm very lucky to say that I've won the Scottish Cup and then you know without being any and you know without being disrespectful or, or I'm not going to in any way shape or form because you know some of the lads that were involved that day that's that's their medal that's what they've won and again like I said I'm not knocking it but I think when you've gone from seeing what a Scottish Cup brings to the club and then what the Iron Brew Cup brings to the club it's just it is that bit different it's not it, you can't put it on the same the same level uh, did I enjoy it? I did enjoy it absolutely um, you know, lifting a trophy, regardless of of how how prestigious it is, um, is a great feeling. And I had me, I had me boy up there. Shay was Finn wasn't uh, Finn wasn't old enough at the time, but Shay was Shay came up uh, onto the platform. I was injured that day. I didn't even play in the game, uh, which was even more embarrassing. Um, but me, yeah, me and Cammy, me and Cammy Bell got to lift the trophy together. Cammy was captain on the day and uh, had been captain of the team quite a uh, quite. Uh, quite a lot um, but yeah it was nice to be able to lift the trophy and like I said having Shay up there with me as well and um, it was nice it was it was a good buzz and, um, but it's like I said it's not the same it's not the same feeling um, uh, as, as doing it um, as the Scottish Cup it's, it just can't be compared to, to that you know not in my opinion anyway I think a lot of people would agree with you about that. I think. Um, well, I, I think you look the, at it. There's, oh, yeah. there's a picture of me and Frank, uh, 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 Frank uh, van der Struck, the two of us holding our holding the flag. Uh, we've made it to the final um, after we beat Queen Queen of the South, and I think the two of us holding that flag kind of summed up uh, our feeling on the day. It was like, right, we've you know. Cheers for the flag. We've done it. Let's let's go home. Like like, we've we've got other things to concentrate on. Like that's how I felt at the time. Um, like I said, I, I don't mean that in any in any disrespectful way, but um, it was all about trying to get promoted again, uh, which again, unfortunately, didn't happen. So um, yeah, let's move on, pal. <laughs> I think uh, one bit everyone's waiting for, uh, and I tell you, I have not forgotten. Been left at the last purposely as uh, your time as captain, as you know, obviously. I think you were made captain All right. 13 14 by uh, Jackie, if I'm right. Yeah, Jackie made me captain. Um, again, uh, it's another tough one because I, I, I don't want to play the captaincy down at all. Um, but I don't believe that it changed anything about how I played or the effort that I gave or, or anything like that, you know. Um, my my feeling was always look you have to give everything you have you know every training session every match um i'm not saying that 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 that's was the case but that was certainly the feeling going in you always try to give everything you possibly had and whether you're wearing the armband or not um you know but there isn't there is an element of the prestige of it all and you look at the names and and the the you know the the real legends that I've, that I've had the armband before you. So it is a nice touch. And, it, you know, as as a professional to have, you know, the, the way, I, I'll be honest, the way I looked at it was, you know, I, I would have known of obviously about Jackie and, you know, for him to captain, be the captain of Celtic and 
you know, to see me fit uh, to have the armband was was definitely um, it was definitely a, a pat on the back. Um, something I've, you know, I'm I'm delighted that I got the chance to do it. Um, I would like I said I'd like to think that I gathered everything I had and, but I mean, I I done everything I I could before I got the armband, you know, and even in the games where, you know, there was games uh, in the last season where Ray, um, you know, gave Cammy the uh, gave um Cammy Bell the armband, and you know, that didn't change how I played. It didn't change my attitude, um, me approach to the game or anything like that, um. You know, again, this the same with, uh, you know, any time before that, if any lads, you know, were, were given the armband, um, it doesn't affect how you play. Like, but again, looking back, it is a nice touch, and you know, it was a nice touch at the time, uh, being named captain. It, it all, there's always it's always nice to you know to have have these things, and um, but like I said, whether whether you have that around your arm or not, going out in the park, it, it shouldn't um, have any effect on. On your approach to the game, or how you how you deal with things. Um, so, I'm not trying yeah, not to play um, it down too much. If you know what I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it's a massive honour. It is a huge honour to say that I captain Dundee United for I don't know what it was three seasons or whatever. Um, to be the club captain, you know, of a club like that for for that amount of time was was a huge honour. So there's absolutely no doubt about that. It's just. You know, I I would have been I was local anyway. You know, myself, John Daly before me. Um, you know, boys, we would have been doing stuff anyway. So even out with the club, like out with you know uh, training our matches, you would have been doing certain things. You know, similar to the role of the captain or helping out or being a link to the dressing room in, in whatever way you could be. Um, you know, helping the younger lads or. Looking after trialists or new signings or foreigners, and I say foreigners, obviously I'm a foreigner myself over here. But like, you know, you'd be picking lads up from hotels and looking after them on the way over, and making sure they had their kit and trying to learn a bit of Polish or Italian or Slovakian or whatever the next fella was coming in from, and try and make them feel at home. So uh, that was all happening long before the, you know, I was actually named captain, and I loved it. I loved that. I don't mean that as a it was like it was a, a duty or it was a pain. It was it was brilliant, like, you know, meeting new people and, and having that responsibility. So um yeah, it was a, a great honour, pal. I, I I leave it at that. It was a great honour. Yeah, um yeah, I think uh, definitely one of uh for me I'm a of a younger United uh, supporter and I think uh All right, okay. as long as I remember Dundee United. Oh <laughs> As long as I remember uh, Dundee United right now, I, yeah, I do remember, you know, your face. Lovely. <laughs> the the and, uh, dartboard in your room, huh? Good stuff. <laughs> um, I think, obviously, all things have to come to an end. And, uh, obviously, sad you, you left uh, United and joined uh, Montrose. So, how did, how did uh, weaving United, uh, how, did, how did it come about? And uh, what was the feeling? And how did the Montrose move uh, come about as well? Um, yeah, look, I didn't want to leave. Um, I'd, I'd had my head on staying. Uh, I thought I was staying. Um, and that's just not how it turned out, unfortunately. Um, but uh, look, I, I don't hold any grudges um, or any bad feeling uh, towards anybody. 
Um, although the, the the tone of my voice probably <laughs> says that I do, but um, no, I, I don't. I don't hold any grudges. Um, look, Ray Ray didn't want me at the club um, anymore, and you know he made it clear that it was it was best for me to go and go somewhere else, which disappointed me. Um, but uh, that's that's his decision. Uh, I didn't agree with it at the time. Um, looking back, I would still say I don't agree with it. Um, but he was the manager, and, and that was his decision. So, uh, but like I said, uh, no no grudges, no bad feeling at all, nothing like that. Um, it was uh, it was very very straightforward. Like, uh, and I knew I needed to go on. I'd have a look for another club, like, um, and I done that straight away. I was on the phone, um, I was on the phone within within an hour of of uh, of finding out that I wasn't going to be at the club. Uh, unfortunately, the season had finished at that stage. Um, like I said, I was I had I was under the impression I would be staying. Um, so uh, I was going on holiday a, a day or two later, and um, so I'd done a lot of a lot of my stuff. I'd done on. On my holiday, uh, checking my phone, um, and the options that I had, pretty much, pal, were I, the full-time options were, you know, I, I reluctant to say they were concrete offers. They were. I spoke to a, a couple of guys about possible moves down to England, um, to kind of, you know, either national league or whatever. I don't even know what it was called at the time, um, but again, you know would have been me living away from home or moving the whole family. It wasn't something I was keen on um, at that time, at that time in my career. For the sake of one year or two years, you know, I, I, if I'd have had a chance to go abroad maybe um, to try something really different in a different country or, you know, potentially I, I would have looked at that um, and I had a couple of inquiries. But again, nothing that, Nothing that was concrete, uh, and I spoke to a few part-time clubs, um, uh, locally. You know, I I, I spoke to uh, you know clubs in League One and League Two, um, and I met up with uh, I met some of the managers. I spoke to some on the phone, and Stuart Petrie really was the manager. Now that was you only meet you. I suppose you meet the manager. You do a bit of homework on. On the manager, or you do as much as you can do, and on the club, and what type of place it is, and the people that are there, and I just got a great feeling uh, when I met him, and you know where they were going with the club, and where they had been, and and where they were hoping to, to push it, the plans he had, the plans the club had, everything really about it were just was just you know gave me a buzz, and my gut feeling was to was to go and sign with with Montrose and. I'm glad I did. You know, it's I've I've loved every minute of it, um, and it gave me an opportunity to be to be on the staff as well. I'm first team coach at Montrose, and you know I'm, I've been since I've moved there. Now this is me. Um, what have been now three seasons in the fourth season at the club, and you know I've I have that experience now of you know learning about you know you know players picking teams, setting up sessions. Know dealing with different players, budgets, you know, recruitment, and long way to go before them. You know, I'm, uh, I'll, I'm uh, a long way to go before I'm, I'm, uh, I'm where I would want to be uh, in my coaching career. But 
uh, it's definitely been an enjoyable learning experience while I'm while still being able to play. So yeah, that's that was a good feeling, I suppose. I've always went with me good feeling. You know, moving to Aston Villa, coming home, signing for Longford, going to Shells, you know, leaving college, going to work, all that type of stuff. Um, it's it's always been, you know, you do your homework, you do your due diligence and all that type of stuff, but your gut feeling in the end then tells you, you know, where you should be going. And um, so yeah, that was that was it. Like it was, I you know, I had a chat with Michelle, and you know, there was there was a number of different things that we looked at, but. You know, the the fact that me feeling was really good was was a massive part of it. Um it was reasonably local. You know, I still wanted me boys to be able to go and and watch me playing. That was important to me. Um might seem like a silly thing to some people, but you know, to have them old enough to understand that, you know, to see what I do and um you know, maybe obviously at a at a lesser level than, than what I had been doing at that, but you know, that was important to me. Michelle likes to go and, and watch the games. Um, you know, so I didn't want her doing any mad travelling and just everything about it. I, like I said, it was it was just a really good feeling I got from it and and that was it. Like so um but like I said I've I've loved it. It's it, you know, I I think I I look back now and I think I, I definitely made the right decision, although I did have a few people that were, were a bit surprised and I had a few questions asked of me when I when I made that decision but um like I said I, I I'm happy I done what I done. Yeah I think uh, I completely agree mate I'm believe it or not I actually am uh, both Dundee United and uh, Montreal season ticket holders um oh, wow. usually I juggle Good between stuff. them yeah uh, but I get them free I think my week where do you live so, uh, uh, I live Dundee but uh right. my uncle he lives uh Orange Kirk so I usually come to the oh, games nice but one. yeah uh, so I what think, season uh, ticket have you got free? Uh, I I don't get mine free, but my wee cousin gets his. So oh, right. was... my uncle just just we just we just go with him. So he bought me one as well. Lovely. But good yeah, stuff, um, mate. I think it's a very good club as well, actually. Um, which I'm happy that uh, you're involved in. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I like all the doing you, as well. One thing, one thing since I've been been part time, uh, every every uh, part time club will tell you that they're the best part-time club in the country that's what I've noticed about it but and I can't I, I can only speak on on Montreux's behalf but I honestly couldn't say a nice word about everybody anybody that's there like the chairman the vice chairman the board the staff the ground staff the volunteers you know everybody at the club like you know Ron and Robert Kitman like Davey Lisa in the like I mean everybody like Everybody is just—it's just so good. It's just such a buzz when you go in, um, and regardless of of the result, you know we, we're always—we have to go up, obviously before lockdown and the whole when our hospitality was was booming and you know you'd be up in hospitality after every game, you know chairman would be you know by well, fair enough he might not be happy at the result but you know you, all good feeling like you know all positive always in good form. You know, asking how you're doing, seeing if you're okay, absolutely everything about it. So, yeah, really good. Yeah, um, I think uh, one, uh, obviously, recently, uh, a couple of years ago, Montreal's uh, win week two and uh, did win that. Um, I believe you were part of that squad. Yeah, the League Two win was, 
that was my fourth season. Um, look, look, the club, the team were on the up. I mean, I, I think when the gaffer had taken over or had come in, they were bottom of the league. Um, and they ended up finishing the playoff position. I think they finished fourth. Uh, I came in then in the summer. Um, and we got off to an all right start. And, you know, I, look, I, I signed for the club with the view of, of wanting to win the league. You know, I, I didn't go in just for the crack. And to be fair, the manager was, was, was adamant from the start. Like, listen, you know, we want to get promoted. Like, that's the way it is. Like, and, and I think probably Peter Head were the favourites at the time, maybe, um, going into that season. Uh, Sterling were definitely, you know, looked upon as, you know, Stenhouse Muir, I think, might have been as well. But, um, but yeah, it was just, we got off to a good start and, and things kind of went on. And, you know, certain games that changed, the, you know, the, that gave us the belief over the course of the season. And, but it was, again, just great memories, very fond memories of, of how it happened and, you know, winning on the last day of the season. And, yeah, it was just, it was incredible. Like, um, you know, and again, I, felt, I was delighted, obviously, personally, to do it. Um, it's only the second time I've won the league. You know, me, me first one was back in 06 with Shells. So, you know, long time in between. Um, and I've only, I've only, I've only won it. I've only won a league twice. You know, so great feeling, great buzz. Um, yeah, everything really about it was just immense, and it, it kind of it, it gave me the. I, I didn't feel like I had anything to prove to anybody anyway, only myself. But you know, to the guys that had questioned why I was going there and what I was thinking, and that was, you know, that was there was an element of satisfaction there, but. Again, just be, I bought into the club. I, I, you know, the club had been sold to me really, and everything about it, like the boys that were there, you know, how warm and, and welcoming they were, you know, because it wasn't. I didn't find it easy, um, you know, transitioning again from being full time back to part time, and you know, I had I had bad days. I had days where I was, you know, going from doing me coaching or doing certain things or, you know, maybe overtraining on my own or undertraining and having a week here or a week there or a spell and the boys are brilliant with me like they were just yeah they were so good like the gaffer Ross Campbell you know assistant manager as well and you know everybody that was involved was just they they made it it wasn't easy for me but they made it as easy as as it could as they could possibly have, have done for me so um it was just a brilliant season topped off obviously winning winning the league and I had my man dad there that, that weekend. They, they come over for the weekend, and um, my sister was at home. Unfortunately, she didn't. She couldn't make it. But again, little things like that, you know, having me, me two boys like Finn is Shay and Finn are nine is, is Shay and five. Uh, Finn is five, and you know, having the two of them on the pitch with me after the game and Michelle and you know, Michelle's been there. Like me, and Michelle have been together since I was um, seventeen. So you know. Michelle is. Michelle has been, uh, with the exception of of Hamden, she wasn't allowed. Uh, she's been on every other pitch uh, after the game celebrating, um, uh, which was uh, which has been brilliant. So, um, so yeah, again, stuff like that, you know, it, it makes a it makes a massive difference. It just gives it that, you know, that that little bit more of a a buzz to it, and 
you know, you're not you're not just doing it for you. Like, you know, you, there's a personal aspect here with your family, and um, and then of course, you know, seeing the buzz that you know the Montrose fans, the chairman, the board, the, the supporters, the volunteer, everybody that has put so much into the club over the years to see them looking so happy with with you know with the success and and having that win was uh, was amazing. So. Yeah, just everything about it. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to do a last last bit before we get the questions. As uh, you're, um, yeah, well, you're this is before the questions, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, no, we have a couple of like little questions, sort of. Uh, before you're on, pal. Before I told but, you, um, waffle. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, you're you're a national kid, obviously. You never played first team football for the Polka Baron, but um. Obviously, according to Wikipedia, you you did play for the under sixteens, under twenty one, and the B team. I thought was right. Right. So, Wiki, I'll give you a little tip. Wikipedia is great for some things, but not for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I do it myself. I look always look on Wikipedia, but um, when I'm keeping an eye on stuff, but I don't believe everything that's on it. But yeah, I did. I did play. I was. I was. I would all again. I consider myself lucky. I was very lucky. I played. I played at a number of different age groups for Ireland. Um, I was under fourteens initially. I had, I made, I, I played in one game. I wasn't involved then in under fifteens. I played in under sixteens, seventeens. I never got a game for the eighteens at the time. I played nineteens twice, two years, two years. I played under nineteens. I played in the twenties. Um. 21s and I'd a B cap against Scotland after signing for Dundee United. So um, I certainly didn't play tons and tons of games. Um, a lot of the time I was called in, it was standby call ups, it was late call ups, um, you know, coming on a sub or, you know, being that versatile player that you could bring into your squad that could cover a load of positions. I, I was never a force pick, um, but very lucky to be involved. and. I played in an under 16s European Championships. I played in a 20s World Cup. Um, again, didn't play all the games or anything like that, but I, I you know, I, I was there and I played, and I, I can say that I was involved in those games. And the B cap was, you know, playing in the under 21s was a big deal for me because I'd been involved in a few squads and, and actually didn't get on the pitch. But to be, uh, but to get an opportunity playing to be in the B squad, and again, that was at United at the time. Noel Hunt played. Willow Flood wasn't involved. I don't know how he wasn't picked for that squad. Is that's beyond me. Um, Willow, for me, Willow should have been involved in the force team. He should have. He's one player that definitely should have had force team experience. Um, a senior international level. John Daly was injured at the time. Uh, I'd like to think that he would have probably been involved in that game as well. Darden Dodds played against us um, that day, and yeah, it was really good. Really good game. It was down in Airdrie Stadium. Um, before their Astro Turf was on grass, and I can't remember whether it was a Monday or a Tuesday night, I think. And yeah, just yeah, good buzz. Good again, fond memories of, of the Ireland trips, you know. I've uh, been to some strange places around the world, and you know, some incredible places, and you know, home games, being able to play in, in Ireland and in front of a home crowd, and always a good buzz at any level that you're playing in. So, um, yeah, very lucky. Like I said, I've got, I've got, you know, quite a few of my jerseys and, you know, stuff that I picked up along the way, and, you know, not something I look at all the time. But every now and again, um, 
you know, you take it out and you some really good memories of, of certain trips with certain players or certain games you played in and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, no major success on the international front, but um, again, some some brilliant games that that really, really stick in my mind. So, um, yeah, nice to look back and, and, uh, and, and chat about it. Yeah, I think uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get into the questions um, that we've been, uh, we've been given for uh, from some of the some of the lads, and uh, not sure. Who, who's, had, uh, who's who's asking the questions? Uh, uh, I think they're the questions from like the some of the viewers, I think, and uh, some of the some of the lads uh, oh, on the like team. Brilliant. But yeah, uh, I think number one is uh, who's the toughest player you have you have faced in your career? So. This gives me a chance to name drop. So, oh no, oh no, in a in a non in a non uh, competitive game, the Barcelona teams of oh seven and oh eight were the, the two two friendlies. Like, you know, we played against Messi, Ronaldinho, Henri, Etu, Xavi, Iniesta, all them boys. Like, so that's that's just yeah. You, you, I can't not say mention that because just to be just to be able to say that I was on the same pitch as them lads is. Is incredible, like so. Um, in a competitive game, uh, Robbie Keane was for me was just on another planet, like he just on another level. He just seemed. It seemed to me at the time playing against him that he was he was even ahead of the lads he was playing with. You know, it just he just seemed so far ahead. His movement, his touch, his awareness, is just yeah. Robbie Keane for me was just, you know, it was just uh, mind-boggling sometimes. You know, uh, just I don't know what, like the fact that he's an Irish legend, and I would have grown up, you know. Seeing, I mean, he's he's not a whole lot older than me anyway. But um, you know, when when I signed for when I was signing for Cherry Orchard, I remember meeting him. Well, I say meeting him. We bumped into him uh, at one of the games. He was back visiting his old club, Crumlin, and. He was at Wolves at the time. He'd only just moved across, or he wasn't long over in Wolves. Um, and then I remember meeting him again when he was at Coventry when I was at Aston Villa. You know, he'd got his move there to Coventry, and obviously being an Irish, you know, striker and stuff, and you keep an eye out for him. And his his career has been incredible. Like, but yeah, to get a chance to play against him in a, in a in a competitive game, um, he was brilliant. So yeah, that's. Yeah, that Robbie Keane would be would be that would be my answer on that one. Yeah, definitely one of the best players. I could have just uh, said Robbie. I could have just said Robbie Keane instead of talking for five minutes. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, next is uh, I think uh, you've already, actually you've already answered there. Uh, I think uh, we'll move on to the next one. As uh, what's one thing at the start of your career you wish you wish you knew, or uh, pretty much uh, what would you state your uh, younger self who was just starting out what would I say what do I say to my son now when he goes into training <laughs> um, I, I probably lacked confidence like um, you know self belief that type of stuff that I never I never seen myself as, as being a great player I never seen myself as being even you know I never seen myself being great at, at something you know I never thought it's like even even little things like you know I just I never felt like I was you know that I 
always felt I was lucky to be there. You know, lucky to be at Villa, lucky to be at Cherry Orchard, lucky to be at Longford, stuff like that, you know. And it took a while, it took a while for me to get, you know, I, I still, I wouldn't even say I'm overly confident now, like, um, you know, but yeah, that's, be more confident, be more, um, I mean, I was pretty outgoing. I mean, I wasn't sure or anything like that when I moved to Villa at Longford. You know, I just probably didn't have the belief on the pitch. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't probably confident enough on the pitch. Um, that type of stuff. That's probably the one thing that would be, you know, have, your, have more in our belief. I mean, I worked hard. I suppose to a certain extent, you know, even even though I would say I worked hard, could I have worked harder? Can we all work harder? We, I suppose we can. Like, you know, this, you know, I didn't train every hour of every day, like, you know. You know, could I have done a little bit more? Maybe I could have done a little bit more. But I don't, you know, I, I don't I don't put it down to that, you know. I, I thought my effort in my career and my, my, my dedication and my professionalism and stuff, my attitude, I thought that was, that was always, you know, unquestionable. To me, that's how I seen it. Um, probably just lacking a bit of confidence, really, over the over my time, you know, especially when I was younger. Yeah, I think that's a very uh, very important thing for young players now um, this day. Uh, I've, we've got the second last one, um, and I, this is one we ask every every player, every every guest that we get on here, and um, a bit of a funny one. Th- uh, three three players that you have played with, and, uh, and you're going to go on the chase. Who do you choose? These could be like smart people. Um, <laughs> or, going or on what? the chase, Jesus. Um, oh Lord. Good question. Um, you have me thinking now. Um, Gav Gunnan would be one. He'd get every sport question right. Absolutely every question we on sport. Um, who else would I go for? Um, geez, you have me thinking now. Um, Gav Gunnan, I'm trying to think of, of lads that I... Terry Masson maybe at the moment, Montrose, school teacher. Probably, yeah, I'd go with maybe, so Gav, Terry, and let me see, I'd go for, i bring Willow on for the crack. He's, he's, he's a clever fella, but yeah, he'd, yeah, I'd have to bring Willow on for the crack. Good picks, yes. Um, yeah, so I think very, very last one um, is, uh, what's your plans for your future, whether that's, you know, Continue playing uh, for a very long time, more, um, or uh, or maybe you know getting the management, or um, yeah, or, or what is your plans for the future? Uh, I want to be happy, pal. You know, that's that's uh, my aim in life is to be happy. Like I want me, I want to be happy. I want my kids to be happy. Shay and Finn, me Mrs. Michelle, my wife Michelle, my family, my mum, my dad, my sister. Like I just. I want to be happy and I, I've been very happy doing what I've been doing. Uh, I'm happy at the moment. I love what I do. I, I want Montrose. I'm enjoying my time there. I want to play for as long as I can. Um, 
you know, I'm, in, I'm loving coaching. I'm, I'm involved with an academy, a uh, skills academy. Uh, and I do, I do my coaching with them most afternoons in Dundee. And I love it. I love my time there. And uh, I've just recently, I've uh, a personal training qualification, um, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't started yet, but I'm, I'm keen to get going on that. Um, looking at some property stuff as well, you know, I'm pretty open, you know, still, I, I think I'll always be transitioning, you know, people say, oh, you're transitioning from, from playing full time and that part of that's, that's one of the best parts about going from full time to being part time because you still get to play, you still get the professionalism, you still get the buzz of, of, of being in the dressing room, but yeah, at the same time, you've got, you know, you've got your days to, to go and do, um, you know, something else that you get a buzz off, you know, and, and finding that thing that makes you really happy. And um, and I'm not set on any one thing right now, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying a lot of different things at the moment. Like I said, the property stuff is something that really interests me. And um, my coaching at skills is a massive part of me, me life at the moment. Um, the PT stuff may or may not happen, you know, very soon. It might be a little while before I get going on that. And I've been doing a little bit of work at the at the club um, for the pre-show, you know, with uh, with with Ali Heather um, and the media guys at, at Dundee United. That's that's been really enjoyable um, since the season has started back up. So yeah, I'm open to you know to different things, and I'm um, as long as I'm enjoying what what I'm doing, um, I'm happy, you know. Yeah, that sounds great, mate. Um, and, you know, good, good luck with that as well. Um, yeah, th- th- completely thanks for coming on. I think uh, today has been absolutely great and uh, probably one of the greatest podcasts we've, uh, we've done so far. <laughs> and, uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I mentioned a special guest every time somebody comes on. I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, I think every guest we get on seems to get better for... Yeah, cheers again. Um, no, anytime, uh, mate. Thanks very much for having us. You're doing a great job. Uh, yeah, this has been a call from this week on the SPFL podcast and uh, we were joined by uh, Sean Down today. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed this episode and uh, goodbye and uh, stay safe.